We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. I'm here. To find a cure. We have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. Michael Morbius, you've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger, then you were found on a container ship that washed up off a of Long Island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Johnny! What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. I went from dying to being more alive than ever. It worked. Not exactly. I have increased strength and speed and some form of bat radar. What else can I do? There are limits. There has to be. There's something inside of me. The hunt and consume blood. Michael. When you're strained, and you control it. I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike, you and I should stay in touch. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? Man. I 
And then I'm... I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. For this bonus review, uh, we travel back to the Spider-Man cinematic universe, kind of, <laughs> uh, to be introduced to a new character known as Michael Morbius in the new superhero film called, you guessed it, Morbius. Uh, it is directed by Daniel Espinosa. It is starring Jared Leto, Matt Smith, uh, Adria Ariona, Jared Harris, uh, Al Madrigal, Tyrese Gibson. And that is all I will say as far as who's in the movie because of spoilers. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's not a spoiler when you put the person in every commercial and trailer. Did they really the put? Movie. Did they really put the person in the trailer? Michael Ke- a- Michael Keaton is in every trailer for for this movie. All three versions of the trailer that have existed have shown Michael Keaton. So, oh, see, I haven't seen the trailer, and I'm on my phone when the Morbius trailer shows up in the theater. So I just that's reasonable. It. Okay, well, Michael Keaton's in this movie, and I thought it would be a spoiler to say that, but apparently, it is not a spoiler. If, if you go on IMDb, it's the second name that shows up. Oh, dear God, they don't care. All right. The plot synopsis, according to our friends over at Letterboxd, dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering from his fate. Dr. Michael Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. What at first appears to be a radical success soon reveals itself to be a remedy potentially worse than the disease. That actually sounds like an amazing movie. I wonder when we'll get to see it. Um. I want to I want to be fair for a second and say that this is not the worst superhero movie I've ever seen. Um, I'm try, I'm struggling in the moment to think of like the post theater walkout experience of like, wow, that was a mess. That's worse. The Fantastic Four movie with Michael B. Jordan and um, blanking on blanking on his name. Got it played. Kate Mara. Ma- Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Miles yeah. That was pretty bad. Uh, I actually don't like the Ben Affleck Daredevil, but I can understand people do. Uh, I, I, Electra needs to be up yeah, there. Halle Berry's Catwoman. Like Perfect. there have been Jonah Hex. Yeah, like rip- there have been worse superhero movies. Uh, but I went in with extremely low expectations, and there's a meme that I have saved in like my meme folder of the person with the sign at the rally that says our expectations were low, but Holy fuck. And that is my thoughts, (laughs) immediate thoughts about this movie. And I, I gave it a shot. Like Oz can tell you at our critic screening, I I sat there, I wrote notes, I was engaged. And then at a certain point, I just put my pen down and was like, this is not worth it. And I'm wondering if you reached the same point I did. Um, I guess I'll ask you, Oz. You have a really well well done review on the Invention of Dreams, but uh, any further thoughts on Michael Morbius and his origin story? I have a lot of small thoughts on this movie, and they okay. they kind of they kind of coalesce into a into a hall of utter hatred. And it's because I don't think that anybody involved with this movie gives a shit about this movie. It is one of the most cynical cash grab sort of films I can recall in recent memory. It does not in any way feel like Daniel Espinosa actually directed this final film. It 
it reeks of studio tampering and some sort of producer re-edit. To be clear, I don't want to see the Espinosa cut either. Like <laughs> I'm I'm good with this. But I I think it's abundantly clear that this is a movie that was finished by a non-filmmaker because the piecing together of parts of this movie makes no sense whatsoever. The character arcs don't make any sense. It's not actually clear to me. We, don't, we, we don't talk after we go to these screenings. We try to you know keep it pure for the podcast, but I, I couldn't help mm-hmm. but ask the question, is Morbius the good guy or the bad guy of this movie? And unambiguously, they're trying to tell you he's the good guy, but the actions that he commits, the way that he behaves is sort of psychotic obsessiveness um, and you know all of the murdering make it not so difficult to reach a conclusion that Morbius is in fact the bad guy. And I think it's largely because of the incompetence of the editing. I think actually in some ways the Matt Smith character, the bad guy in the movie is more understandable in his motivations, makes more sense as a character. There's one scene in the movie where it's very clear that he has this like magical office in the world's wealthiest hospital where he can do whatever experiments he wants and keep thousands of bats in like a giant blue jar in the middle of the room for some reason down the hall, like four doors down. And they make this clear in one of the cuts is the room where a little kid lives with no family. And for some strange reason has both a Yankees pennant and a Mets pennant mm-hmm. on the wall in I the room it. where yep. she lives, which is really weird and gross. Um, no offense, but fuck the Mets. So fuck uh, the Yankees right back at you. There we go. So uh, for some reason, he'll just like check in from time to time and do like, I, I guess technically Leto's a, doctor a medical doctor in addition to a research doctor and does really doctory things like i don't know inject something into uh into a into the line into her arm so that she can get like magical medicine to cure her stupid disease in this Mm -hmm. but it's the sort of movie that has so little care that when they clearly establish the structure of the building that has a hallway that needs to be walked down to get to her room. But later when something happens, when they're in the room, the characters can just magically see back into his lab. It speaks to a total lack of care or concern about anything that's gone into this. There are plenary criticisms to throw at MCU movies, everything from like their anti-sexuality to their sameness. There are plenty of things you can kill them for. Those things are made with care. They're crafted with precision. The people who look at those movies actually give a damn about if they're good or not. Like people hate Eternals, but no one comes away from Eternals and says that was entirely incompetently crafted. They come away from it and go, that didn't work at all for me, or that was boring, or those characters didn't work for me. But it at least looked pretty good. It was at least staged in a way where you could tell what was happening in the action scenes. I I just... This to me felt like torture from about 30 seconds into the movie when I think it's actually literally the third line of the of dialogue in the movie. Morbius lands at the, I think it's literally called like the Island of the Dead in Costa Rica or something like that. Lands there in a helicopter, gets out of the helicopter with his like team of mercenaries or something. Again, it makes no sense. Is on a cane because he has this blood disorder that makes him need a cane for some reason. And somebody else asks, Oh, do you need a doctor? And just humorlessly, Leto responds, I am a doctor. And at that moment, I was like, Oh no, 
this this has been allowed out into the world in this form, this script. Someone said, here's 90 million dollars. Go, go get them. And it's 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 my head hurts just thinking about the fact that this is the movie that they chose to make. Like it's, mm-hmm. there's so much meddling with it. It's clear. It's not, I, I, I don't think Daniel Espinosa is a terrible director. I like safe house. I think safe house is pretty good. I think you, you told me you like life. I do like, he's not a terrible director, but God damn, this thing is bad. So I will say Leno's not, I didn't hate him as a, as a performer. Like I didn't, I didn't hate this performance. I think the, He's just under a lot of CGI for most of the movies for me to even consider like that he's yeah. bad or like your normal annoyance of, of Jared Leto. So he's doing the, this experiment and again, turns himself into Morbius and we'll just, we'll just say what happens. He has, he's counting down at the seconds he can go without needing blood. And so he gets it to where the fake blood that he synthesized and created, that is like the reason why he's a well-known scientist and doctor lasts him for about six hours and it keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So end of the movie, he, I'm going to spoil that he like saves the day and wins, but doesn't he still have the same problem? Like that doesn't get solved that he still needs blood every six hours which again doesn't clarify whether or not he's a good guy or a bad guy he's still oh, it, it was down to th- four hours at the end or something oh, still down like because that that never gets resolved which is my, no. because at the end of the movie or at least in the third act he as you mentioned martina martin bancroft dr bancroft um they're working on like the next level of experiments and that doesn't go anywhere they just go to the roof and have an intimate moment for some reason. Like there's no reason for them to be together other than that they work together. And I just, that's why I said like for a lot of the movie, like my standards were low and I was like, okay, fine. I don't need my superhero movies to be fun. And then it just went off the rails. Who takes him to get the bats in the beginning? I, I my guess is that they're, the similar versions of the mercenaries who I think work for Matt Smith, who take them out onto the boat for him to do his Morbius experiment later. So it's illegal. I I don't know. I I don't even understand what the experiment is. Is he killing those bats? What is that like magical scanner? Is he bloodletting the bats? Yeah. And then he's like, but he's synthesizing the fake blood that he's known (sighs) for like worldwide. He already did that. Yeah. He already did that. But isn't he doing that? So he synthesized the fi- he created no, the fake no. blood. He's pulled the fake blood doesn't matter. That's just a thing he's done in the past. It's completely different. Okay. He's he's getting vampire bat blood at that point to do his like genetic encoding nonsense from the bat blood that he's collecting with the like machine that he raises up. In fact, if you go on the inventionofdreams.com, the picture uh-huh. that is the lead picture for the review is him holding his hand up in front of the stupid machine, which I guess is somehow taking the the blood of the bats with guitar strings. And where does Matt Smith get his money from? Well, yeah, like it's not even we're not even doing a cinema sins thing. Like these are basic I'm genuinely points. asking. Like he's like, a he's a billionaire yeah. uh, in this movie, like very clearly. Yeah. And there's just no explanation in fact but a he, whole boat that nobody's yeah. able to track like and he's playing the like i'm the dummy failure and i could never live up to you 
card throughout the entire movie. Meanwhile, he has like a, 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 the biggest apartment that anyone has ever owned in Manhattan and can pay for this incredible lab for, for his buddy, just like on a fucking whim and a helicopter to go get more helicopters. Bats. He has yeah. helicopters. He's a billionaire. I mean, he, he is richer than Logan Roy and there's just no explanation whatsoever from and a dude who no was, like, he was abandoned. He had no family. His parents abandoned him at Jared Harris's yeah. weird blood orphanage. And that was like, that was that. And there's no like, there's not like a Norman Osborne situation here either, where he's got like no. an alter ego where he's a good guy. Like he's anonymous to the world. Yes. Because of his condition. And yet he has all this money to. And apparently just like drinks martinis during the day all day. Mm-hmm. And that's all he does. Yeah. No idea. Okay. I would like whatever his job is. It looks great. Yeah. Cause you get to make all this money. And just not have to answer to anybody. Just sit yes. in a room and watch TV and, and like, you, like you said, drink all day. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know how this fits into any type of larger plan for Sony. If they're thinking that this is like, hey, Tom, look, we've now like extended the universe. And I'll just say like the, the mid credit scene, Michael Keaton through the multiverse ends up in this world and asks to team up with Morbius. And I just who cares? Yeah, like, honestly, who cares? I, I don't care about the next chapter in the Morbius story. And I don't know who will, to be honest. Leaving aside that it doesn't make any sense that Morbius, who is apparently trying to be a good guy, is going to be like, yes, I will team up with you, scary person in a robot bird suit. Mm-hmm. I would like to be your teammate going forward. Um, leaving the stupidity of that aside and all of the like plot holes of the fact that tombs should be pulled back to the other universe when Spider-Man No Way Home ends or Mm -hmm. the simple reality that that character's motivations were like, protect my daughter. Yeah. Make money to support my family and be pissed off at Tony Stark for, you know, essentially running me the risk, running me to the brink of bankruptcy. That's an understandable character that, that I think homecoming in some ways I'm not going to find out which is the best in some ways is the most effective of the Holland movies because Keaton's villain arc is so well-defined and because the character makes such sense. I think he's, I think for both of us, he's a top five MCU villain and they just poured him over here with no thought whatsoever. I mean, it, it, there are reports, I think reports beyond even rumors at this point that these are all reshot um, mm. stinger 
scenes because they just like kind of didn't know what to do. There's one sing- sting. Or there's one scene in the trailer of Keaton where he says, "What's up, Doc?" to to presumably Morbius. That's not in the movie because that was scrapped. I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard that they shot a scene of Morbius, Carnage, and um, what's his face? Um, Scorpion, Michael Mando Mm. from Homecoming, escaping jail in this when this was going to come out before Let There Be Carnage. And that was going to be the stinger at the end of the movie. But that that doesn't doesn't really make any... It doesn't make it any better, but... This is in prep for... Any so for some type of sinister sinister six, right? Yeah, everything's in service of sinister six. That's why Craven is the next one of these we're uh, getting. Yeah, listen, Craven has a really good director who's written and directed it. So I'm gonna hold hope because I love JC Chandler. I think he's really good. He did all oh, his lost. Okay, yeah, I do margin like call. He, yeah. He's good. Um, and that movie with um, the movie with Robert Redford is awesome. Mm-hmm. Not the the old man in the gun. Yeah, yeah, called. yeah. That's yeah. really good. Uh, that guy's awesome. So I hope that movie doesn't suck, but I don't know how you could have any, any hope whatsoever after this one for anything that Sony is doing with these characters. And of course it, we're recording this on Thursday night. It's looks like it's going to make about 50 to $55 million this weekend, which means a huge, it's a huge success. It's obviously going to be profitable and it's theatrical window. And this, I, I complain about red notice. This is another one. Nobody, Nobody involved here cares. It's a pure like profit play. I saw someone tweet and it was really depressing that in our current like comic book freak out environment, like Electra would have opened to $30 million. (laughs) And I think that's sadly true. They're the only things that people care about anymore. Toss like three allusions to agents of shield in there and Electra would have made $30 million. It, what a, what a fucking bummer. Can I, can I, let me say one last thing. The Adria Arjona, character and i think that actress is not terrible i think the part is the worst part that i've seen for a for an actress in a like major studio movie as at least as a lead role in a long time she's playing a doctor and a research scientist the same thing as morbius yet after apparently working together for years she doesn't know the most basic details of what's happening in his science experiments now obviously this is all a device so that Leto can deliver exposition and explain to the audience all this stupid shit, which of course they can understand because they've seen a superhero movie before. Put the zappy thing in and hey, vampire blood and you feel better. Um, but it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that she has to do this in a movie made in 2022. I feel bad for the actress. It's really, it's, it's really a rough look. And it's not, I don't think it's her fault. Like you, you take the jobs you get. And I'm imagining that the script that existed on the page when they started shooting this thing back in 2019 was better than what actually happened on set. But good God, what a thankless role. Um, Okay. Last question before we get out of here, does this change anything about your final review rankings for any movie? I'll say, is it the worst of the Spider-Man cinematic universe? Oh, is it? So this would, this this is the question is worse than Spider-Man three or worse than Amazing Spider-Man Two. Well, I think Spider-Man Three is way worse than Amazing Spider-Man Two, but um, but but those were the bottom two. Is yeah, those are, yeah, those are the um, ones you put at the bottom. I I do have this as worse than both of those. Okay, pretty com- pretty comfortably, actually. Now that I think, I hadn't thought about it in those terms, but pretty easily, it's worse than those two. 
So everything else moves up one. Got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, it's really bad. I, and I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on Leto. He's better here than like House of Gucci. Well, yeah, he's playing a human in well, which is ironic that this is the human role that he's playing. But like the exposition where he's explaining his side effects, I actually was quite enjoying that that sequence where he's figuring out his powers and tracking the time. That's why I said I was on board for a while. And then uh, I, I actually said this to you. We were in the escalator leaving. There is a moment. And I don't even know if this is a critique or just. Oh, yeah. What's your moment? Different, I don't know your moment. A different direction it could have gone. It's literally in the lab when after the hallway sequence is happening and the nurse is no longer alive um, in that hallway sequence. Um, when the FBI comes to investigate and they're interviewing Michael Morbius and um, uh, Tyrese comes over and just kind of explains away that he was in Afghanistan. And he said, yeah, you guys saved my arm. And it, it's clearly that they dubbed over the word ass because they didn't want to have that word in the movie. And it's like, oh, like you're you're the attention to detail that you cared about is so that way the kids, I guess, that see this movie don't hear the word ass. And it's like, that's the what that's the editing that you made, made sure you paid attention to. And then they're like shooting at him as he's flying up the up the scales. Like, oh, yeah, shoot at the flying vampire. That's worked so far. But Tyrese's character. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know who Simon Stroud is. I, I understand that he's a character that exists in the comics, but not one I'm familiar with. Um, Tyrese has said that his character has a like weapon robot arm. It's not just the blood that saved him. It's like a weapon robot arm. And I genuinely could not understand what happened in the rooftop at the end of the scene you're talking about. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. comprehend what it was. And I think that's because he was using his like magic robot arm to like stop Morbius with magic robot powers. And that's why Morbius just like froze at the edge of the building for some oh, yeah. utterly, utterly ill-defined reason that's never addressed again. I think that's actually the moment that lost me. It was that entire sequence where he so escaped through the rooftop and then you see him on the roof and it's like, all right, so you're going to fly off, right? no, he says freeze it's like oh well you got me officer I, I yeah i one of the worst superhero movies i've ever seen one of the worst movies i've ever seen i'll take it out of genre for a second this is bad and i don't want to i'm not going to speak as doomsday as much as you are about the fact that this is going to make money because i have faith i have faith in people that they will they will see the people that have reviewed this movie and seen how bad the scores are being. And as a result, they're not going to go see it next weekend. The reviews are, the reviews are out Mm -hmm. and the rumors were out before the reviews. It's not as though we were, we were unaware of what we were going into the junket, Mm -hmm. the junket screening and the premiere down in Mexico got the word out that this thing was, was very bad. And, um, the tracking has only gone up since the reviews came out. Mm. I, it was I, it was it was Damn thirty it. to thirty five million like a, at the beginning of the week, and now it's up at like fifty million. Now I I understand there's like a nobody's been to the movies. It's not even true though. But I was gonna say no one's been to the movies since the Batman. But the Lost City just did really well, like last week. And it, it go see the Lost City instead. Let's yeah. let's just leave it. Really the Lost City Lost City is fun. Yeah. It's good. The way we'll wrap up. Uh, name a movie people should go see besides Morbius. 
Um, let's that's, see. That's opening near them. Because <laughs> if you're going to say, I, I was, I was going to say, we're all the ones. No. I, I have to think of something that's actually out in theaters. Uh, I know it's probably still playing. Go see X. X is worth seeing. No, I, I think it's. Seen that yet. It's good. It's violent. It's pretty funny. It actually cares about the humanity of its characters. It is a mashup Texas Chainsaw Massacre and porno movie. Um, it's about shooting a porno and that like characters oh. who go shoot a porno like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre land. Uh, I think it. I think it. I have some quibbles, but overall, I think it works quite well. I would recommend it. I think uh, Jenna Ortega and Brittany Snow and even Mia Goth, who I'm not usually a fan of, are, are quite good in this. So I would. Definitely recommend seeking out X if you would like to see something in a movie theater this weekend. Um, Oz, we, we mentioned the only two that I would go, men, go recommend go seeing unless you want to go see Spider-Man No Way Home, which is still in a theater. Um, Moon Knight is now available on Disney+. Plus, So if you want to dive into good superhero content, uh, the latest Disney uh, Marvel MCU show is up. I watched episode one. Uh, was quite blown away by how good it is. Um, Oz has seen it as well and also enjoyed it. So that will be my endorsement. I know it's not going to a theater, but maybe save your money for when the next actual good movies hit theaters and then that'll be fine. Guys, turn off the lights in your living room and watch Moon Knight that way. And every element of Moon Knight is better than every element of Morbius. It's really good. I've seen four (laughs) of them. It, it, It gets better. It's really good. Would you like to plug before we get out of here? Uh, before the plug, I have one thing I want to say, which is that the I found the Bruce Willis news this week mm, yeah, very yeah. upsetting. I had heard this rumor um, a couple months ago. I actually texted you and said that I felt like kind of an asshole because we dunked on him pretty badly all the way back in the Pulp Fiction episode. So we were mm-hmm. a lot nicer in the Die Hard episode. Um, what a bummer. I mean, Bruce Willis is late, late career Bruce Willis. I don't know when the health issues kicked in and it's clear that it it's not a new thing and it's clear that there were probably some people in his life who were quite taking advantage of him in that, uh, in that state. If you read the LA times piece, but, um, what a bummer, uh, Bruce Willis is one of the five actors that that's most integral to why I love going to the movies. It doesn't mean he's the best actor I've ever seen, but it's just something about his vibe, his aesthetic, his sort of, um, his charisma are, are, are why I love movies. I, I love watching John McClane, you know, make wisecracks as he kills, you know, ambiguous Russian German terrorists. I think it's great. And I think he's great all over the place. I love the fifth element. I love the sixth sense. Like I, we're, we're going to come back to, to Bruce Willis in a, in a far more positive light in final review season two. But um, what a bummer. I, I think the part that makes me most sad is that with a lot of actors, when they pass away, there's always like one more role two more roles that they've already done that you can get excited for. And they become like a little mm-hmm. event, a little celebration. Like I saw 892, which is um, Michael K. Williams' last movie at Sundance. And it's coming out this summer. It's 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 good. And he's good in it. And it's kind of nice that you get like this last moment to celebrate a performer before they've passed. It's a bummer that like all of Bruce Willis's last movies are these, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't even say this to be glib. These like straight to video movies that he worked on for like four hours. And it's not even clear how competent he was to be in them. Makes me sad. Um, makes me sad that we don't get like one last Bruce Willis thing to look forward to. I, I guess that motherless Brooklyn is the last real performance he gives. And he's actually 
good in the movies. So I guess my my rec would be to go watch Motherless Brooklyn hmm. instead of Morbius, which is a pretty solid, <laughs> very underseen movie. Uh, and otherwise, come to theinventionofdreams.com. We've covered Morbius. We've covered Moon Knight. There's actually, I, I will, I'm really proud of the work that uh, Final Review guest Justin Gerald and friend of Nick's Film School, Ray Marcano, have done writing about the Will Smith, Chris Rock encounter from perspectives that I don't have in that they're both black men. Uh, and I, I think really, it, they're not, I, I hate the word takes. They're not takes. It's really savvy discussions coming from two very different angles of how people should think about what that moment means. And frankly, they're two of the pieces I'm most proud to have published on the site. So please come read those uh, at theadventuredreams.com. All right. Thank you. There you go. Thank you for listening, everybody. Check us out on all our social medias, which are tagged below. And tune in next time for another final review.